0: Welcome to Pretty Funny Business, the playground brand we were forced to create in order to corral our founders' nonsensical ideas and general tomfoolery. From the founders of, but not generally endorsed by, Emmy Collective. From this podcast, you can expect off-the-cuff banter on feminism, funny business, and well, not so funny business. Join us out of curiosity, stay for the hot takes and dad jokes.
1: to Pretty Funny Business. I'm Sydney Mulligan. I'm Lauren Aquilino. And today we have with us definitely a top contender for number one VIPV, uh, <laughs> although is not presently paying us $4.99 a month. Oh, wow. Kylie, <laughs> Kylie Nichols. Welcome, yes. Kylie. Hello,
2: hello. Thanks for
1: having me. We're so excited that you're here. You know, I will say that Kylie is probably the first person who proved to us that this podcast was worth the effort to do. Uh, like the first, first perhaps meaningful impact on our real business revenue was was Kylie. Uh,
0: I also feel that way about our brand in general. That it was Kylie because, agreed. like all good friends and clients of Emmy, like you're kind of into it a little bit. And we we met you through a referral through actually a friend of a friend. Her name was Hope, and she. Yes uh posted somewhere about some kind of question you had she was like check out these ladies and like your reaction to our brand was like yes I will be working with these people yeah Um, which is kind of like um you know there's a point where you either feel that way or you feel totally the opposite where absolutely not will I be working with
1: these people
2: (laughs) yeah I think you know I think the the further you get in your career and maybe because a little because of COVID and how some companies reacted to that but I think it like really cemented like what my values are not just you know not just as a person but of how I work and and how I want to do business and uh, yeah you're right I went to your site and I was like yes please (laughs) (laughs) um I think I also
1: not that long after we started working together you were one of our first real contact us form fills on our website yes we get yes. a healthy amount of spam submissions of course as i am <laughs> sure everyone does <laughs> but, uh, i would like to sell you a great list of leads or yeah M- nigerian princes requesting money um but this was one of the very first hello i would like to do real business with you form submissions <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so exciting! we were both like oh my god what are you
2: yeah. <laughs> Emailed like you mo- right away. It's like, it's like the modern equivalent of, like, I don't know, framing the first dollar a, a little yes, bit. Yes. It's happening.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, that is why Kylie is so um, important to us. and She is near and dear to us. Otherwise, yes. uh, a uh, great, great client. Of course, we say no shitty clients, but Kylie is an exceptionally great client, I would say. Real joy to work with. We have a great time together, do good stuff. Uh, but today we want to just get to know you a little bit more, Kylie. I know that um you are a working mom, which we've been doing a lot of working dad stuff lately, mostly because we think that it's silly that no one ever talks about working dads. Yes. They're just men. Uh, yes. But you are pretty like vocal about your family, which we think is awesome, obviously. So are we. and so we we'll want to talk about that and your career, how you made your
2: way to where you are, all of it. Sounds Treat us great. On your journey. Tell us about <laughs> yourself. Yeah, so um, I find, found my way um, to marketing, integrated marketing, um, in a kind of different way than I, I tend to hear from some of my peers when I chat with folks at like conferences. I went when I it started really in college. I I knew I wanted. Um, to do something business related versus like engineering or science or something like that. Um, but I didn't just want to get a business degree and I loved to write. I loved to um I didn't mind public speaking. Um and I was a good writer and so I heard about this thing called communications. And so I went to Syracuse, um, the new house school for um for communications and started really in PR Um, worked at a PR agency for very, very long, met some wonderful people, but ultimately didn't want to be doing media relations and like cold pitching reporters and, and just content marketing my whole life, but really had started to do more of content. And so when my daughter came along in, um, 2017, I kind of used, um, the time after that to pivot into a content marketing, integrated marketing freelance role. And then from there, um, got my foot in the door at CloudBees, um, which had an incredible, um, supportive, um, and talented marketing team and, uh, started in content there and then quickly moved, um, over to the demand gen team, um, with an incredible manager, um, Genevieve who, um, just really like let me run with things and learn so much. And so, um, Yeah. So that's how I kind of came to demand gen. And and now I'm, I'm in Epux lab. So working with you all,
1: you know, I didn't know that you started in PR, but I also started in PR. Oh, that's funny. It sounds like a similar reason, which is I kind of wanted to get a marketing degree, but I really didn't want to have to go through the business school and take accounting and (laughs) business statistics. So someone was like, Oh, you should do just PR because it's through the communication school oh that's It'll funny easier so I that's did that so and uh I did a an IT major at the same time but yeah it was fun I mean I did like journalism stuff for a little while too I discovered that I'm not that great of a writer because my journalism teacher um recognized in me mostly the talent to update the class website for him yeah so he had me do that primarily you know what I'm thankful for this
0: guy you know yeah it was like good. he really was like Good job. Go nice, away. nice
1: Nice yeah. nice little article you wrote here, but I did notice that you were able to post a blog on WordPress. Do you think? He didn't me. <laughs> he found some money somewhere and gave it to me. It was like wow. you're responsible for the website. He was like, I found this on the ground and I was wondering if fifty dollars is enough. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also so offered funny. to write me like a LinkedIn reference at the end of class. He was like, yeah, you know, what do you want me to write about? Like, like the stuff you did on the website. And I was like, well, could you talk about that? I did good writing. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he he mentioned that for sure, but it's definitely
2: also a focus on the website. That's so funny.
0: So, so Kylie, actually, I feel like you're kind of at that point where many, you should know, many marketers slash marketing operations professionals find themselves where, they're dabbling in marketing/demand slash demand gen and then someone's like, "Hey, here's HubSpot."
2: Yes. <laughs> what do you, you
0: think? Can do this too, right? Like Yeah. Just go for it. And then some people are like, "Oh, I didn't even know that like this is something you could do." And some people are like, "You know, no thank it's you. Gonna be, it's going to be good when we have enough budget to hire
1: somebody." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Where are yeah. you Yeah, so I <laughs> Um, at CloudBees, I was part of like a very robust marketing team um, where we had two or three people handing marketing ops. So I would, you know, along with um, all the different functions, come up with all the campaign materials and then the campaigns, the marketing ops team would set those up. And so I had like some idea of like, I want you to make this do this, but I hadn't really been in it. And like, I used to say, like, I, I know how to work with someone who's doing it but I've never pushed the buttons so to speak. And so, but also had heard and had been like HubSpot kind of certified before and had heard it was like easy to use. So this new role that I'm in now or say new I started in February um is I had a marketing role so it's a little bit of everything marketing. And so um going into it I knew that you know, one of the learning opportunities for me was going to be marketing ops and that I would need um, some support and hence that you know slack outreach i think it was um katie ray's demand community where i dropped that and someone recommended you all um because it, you know it's great to be a you know know a little bit of everything as a marketer which i feel like i do but i i didn't have the time with all the other things we needed to do to become this marketing ops expert overnight um and unless i you know thought i was going to go in that career path and i don't so i you know I learned I learned enough to kind of be dangerous, as they say, but then really heavily related, um, relied on your incredible, incredible consultant, Chelsea, um, to Chelsea. explain that. Go Chelsea! Go Chelsea, she's amazing. Um, to, you know, help, help ex, not, not just do the things, but help me explain why we were doing it so that like I could kind of learn as I go too.
1: You know, this is kind of how I feel about my career as a developer. Um, which was short-lived and just dabbled long enough for me to know that this wasn't going to be it for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I found Marketo and I was like, Oh, it's like the same thing, except I don't have to write code. It's just like yes. drag and drop with the logic of writing code. I can handle that. Yeah. You know, this feels
0: like for me, trigger warning, the time where I wanted to be a volunteer at church and <laughs> they were like, how about youth group? And I said, okay. And I lasted like three weeks before I was like, I I don't think I don't I don't think it's the I the didn't like middle school when I was in middle school. So I, yes, basically. I don't think it's the high school kids for me. And now I'm like, you know who I could I think I could I could learn with college kids because they're adults. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
0: awesome. So, yeah, you know, when you have a job and it's something that you're trying and you're just like, this is my best advice to anyone out there is like, if it ain't it. You need to get out.
2: Yeah, that and, like, yeah, that and You know, i I think um, your brain really aligns with you. I try to be really authentic at work, so I'm not going to pretend that I like know the answer to this, and I don't. I don't want to get it wrong because the stakes are too high. So I'd rather go with someone who's an expert, and like you want to surround yourself with people who know more than you, so that you learn more.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally agree. That's why I have someone else blow my hair dry. I just. I'm <laughs> I outsource that task and it's not something I am skilled at
2: I love that I told someone that story the other day Sydney (laughs) did you
1: you outsource yes
2: yes so
0: um for some reason I was talking to my husband about how like I feel like hair blow drying your hair is like just the biggest task like it is just so, overwhelming, so overwhelming to me yeah. it is like something that hangs over your head it's I like avoid nightmare. wash. I avoid loud, washing my it's hair it's loud it's sweaty it's bad I have to stand for so long you want to get your it right. arms like, get you, tired and if you blow dry your hair but it's not perfect then like it'll at least mine will like still end up a little bit frizzy because I love mm-hmm. a little bit of you know so my husband very lovingly was like I'll blow dry your hair for you like <gasps> like and I was like, oh, shocked, man. really, I was like shocked. But I was like, oh my gosh, if you could take over this task for me, like, I really you, think so much anxiety J. J. would be lifted. My love so, is like
2: blow drying my hair. <laughs> is that what yeah. you're saying? <laughs>
0: yes. Oh my gosh. So he did it. He, he blow did dried my done? hair. How do you do? I mean, it was fine. It was dry, but you know, it took <laughs> 20 minutes and then like fast forward a couple sure? days. Or I long? Uh... I would say that's about, like, that's about right for, like, an okay job.
1: How when long my hairdresser you blow hair when you do
0: it? Yeah. Me, probably, like, 25 to do it right. My hairdresser, like, 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, to, like, really do it the right way. I, ha- I do not have time for that. No. But, like, fast forward a few days where it was, like, time to wash my hair again. I was like, will you do that again? Like, tonight, <laughs> can you blow dry my hair? And he was like no, I don't have the energy. I go,
1: see, see, (laughs) (laughs) you now know (laughs) (laughs) it keeps getting dirty.
0: (laughs) Yes. I was like, I don't have the energy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So I'm trying to explain to the world that you can't just be like, no, I'm not going to do it. Like you got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that was a one and done just because now he knows that like it really is (laughs) an exhausting chore that you have to do like every three days. (laughs) Anyway. Proceed with real talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say the real lesson is to stop washing your hair so often. Yeah, I was gonna say I never
2: blow dry my hair. I have um, I have curly hair, so like I have it up right now, but um, I never blow dry ever, and I'm grateful for that. I definitely went through the like straightener and that Mm. phase, but yeah, you did your time in the anti curls prison.
0: Yes. Oh, I love curly hair. My daughter has curly hair, and she when she asked for blow drying, you know, we just do like the curly hair gel and then diffuse it for like 30 seconds (laughs) yes and i'm like i think it's as good as we're gonna get pip mommy doesn't know how to do curly hair yet let's just try not to get it in that
1: all right well kylie um okay first of all i want to say when we had our like some of our initial conversations and you know you were learning about Emmy and we were talking about working together one thing you said to me that has really stuck with me was like how important your job was to you and not just, you know, not just that it's important for you to be employed, which I, I understand that. Also that you just like really cared about your work and wanted to make sure that you were doing a good job, that you were representing your company well, that you were like bringing in vendors who were trustworthy and were going to do good work. And I really respected that about you. And um, so I would love to hear, okay. like, first of all, how you got to that place. <laughs> and secondly, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is like the the coolest thing that you've done so far at Netbox? And then, you know, you can also talk if there's some other example you have more generally from your career about a cool thing you did.
2: I'd love to hear about that too. Sure. Yeah. So I yeah, I will say this head of marketing role at Netbox Labs um has been the dream role that I had in mind for a long time, like ever since I decided I wanted to pivot. Um from just PR. Um, and at first when I was applying to the, before I freelanced, um, I think there was a lot of people that couldn't understand how PR comms experience could translate to demand gen and more like integrated marketing. Um, so for me, you know, I think this, even, you know, this role is proof that, um, to myself, that I knew I could do this and I found someone who believed that. Um, so I'm really grateful to the leadership team and, um, I actually worked with the CEO of of Netbox Labs, my current company, before when I was doing PR, um, and it you know it just I was extremely fortunate that like he was just on my short list of people who are like if I ever get the chance to work with him again I'd love to, um, not just because Chris is you know very talented and a, you know has the business acumen, but he's just like a really wonderful human, and was a very authentic leader um, and a, a really great people leader, and so it seemed kind of, you know, kismet when I was started looking and saw his post about looking for this role. Um, this, like, this was the dream role for me where I get to do a little bit of everything in marketing and combine, you know, all the experience I've had over the last 15 years. Um, so, uh, because of that, because this was the dream role and I really, I really believe in, um, the mission of this company and I, I see, why we are going to succeed you know i just really wanted to make sure we were bringing um the best people on to help us um take off on that rocket ship so to speak um the coolest thing i've done you know it it's it's a building from brand new so i think that's really the coolest part for me is setting up some of these foundations of our content marketing our demand gen strategy our web strategy like building the marketing ops stack and 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 strategy and um, making sure this is all working together and um, something I didn't expect because we are a series a um, and I probably should have expected this was also how interesting it is to kind of be in the the role of like teacher or educator about marketing and how it works I you know I have certainly done a lot of that with PR when some you know eight customers came to us and didn't understand how some of it worked but um, that's been really Um, fulfilling to, to, you know, share what I know and and like bring other people along. Um, And I guess outside of that, like, you know, thinking about the coolest things I ever did at work, I I think this is the coolest journey I've been on here with Netbox Labs. But um, in general, I've been um, incredibly lucky to work with at every company and every position I've been at people who quickly became forever people in my life. Um, both at the agency um I was with for ten years and um during my time at cloudy certainly um and like even when I think of like you know the the high school job i had i i always, i might have said this too early on to um Sydney, but like I am who I am at work and at home there's no i don't really have like a work Kylie and a uh home Kylie I'm just Kylie all the time um and I think that um authenticity and kind of vulnerability has meant that I've I've made some really incredible friends and relationships at work um, and, and people who've now known me, you know, for the 15 year career. And that's really special. And I think that's really cool.
1: Okay. I have a couple of follow-up questions, but first I'd like to know where you worked in high school.
2: I, so I, it's funny. I never had the kind of a traditional, like, I don't know, waitressing, hostess, hostessing, or like grocery store job. I was really lucky to get connected with, um, an owner of a small salon in our hometown. And so I was a kind of like desk person slash shampoo slash. I did some hand massages with their Aveda essential oils. Um, and it was, I know, I mean, I'll take (laughs) just the shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) I I still do. I still do a pretty mean shampoo. Um, but yeah. So, and it was, it was really great because I, I went there being, you know, kind of introverted and then I was, I was cold calling like it, like, I talked to a, a, um, my, my boss about this the other day, but there's so many random skills you get early on that you don't identify. But I was essentially cold calling people to be like, hi, I'm just remembering you have an appointment today. But like, I had never talked to them. I had never like called for a business reason to talk to someone on the phone. And so like that alone was like really kind of early phone, I don't know, phone etiquette skills for business. Um, Lauren, maybe but- it's time for you to go work at the front desk
1: at a hint. Hands- <laughs> yeah, I think I can do it because
0: I'm pretty sure now they just text the reminder. Yeah, you yeah, should actually call. That's probably true. So,
1: AI is automating all of us out of our jobs, unfortunately. Um, yeah. <laughs> um that's funny. I like hearing about people's first jobs because I do think it's kind of telling. Do I wish that you worked at Chicks and Dick Sporting Goods? Yes. But uh the front desk at a. <laughs> at a hair salon. I think it's nice. I don't hear that one very often. Um, but I feel the same way about like, even those early jobs teaching you transferable skills. I learned how to talk to strangers, to talk right. to anybody. They walk in, and now I have to go strike up a conversation out of thin air about, would you like to buy underwear for me, a 16 year old, you don't know. <laughs> yes. um, did that, that land always? No. But did someone ask to speak to a grown up one time?
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) But I had a nice time. I learned some resiliency. It's
2: all good. No, it's totally true. You learned how to walk up to a stranger and say and say something and you learned um, you know, how to engage with someone. I think particularly now, like not to sound like the kids these days, but like that was something where we like learned how to communicate with other people outside of a phone and outside of it was like literally just us face to face. And that's so you Don't there's no other way to learn that than doing it,
1: yeah. Where did you work in high school, Line? Was it just the tobacco mm-hmm. commercials that were floating your mm-hmm. your butts? That was more of like a um, the anti tobacco commercials, I should say. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say seven well, months, the anti <laughs> tobacco,
0: <laughs> the pro tobacco. Uh, so <clears throat> my first job, well, was like like babysitting when I was 12 yeah, years yeah, old. She- Someone found me literally a we weird I was playing outside because you're still playing outside when you're 12 years old with a group yes. of friends and someone drove by and was like you girls babysit and I was <laughs> like I could <laughs> and looking back like I was babysitting like a five-year-old and a three-year-old like I should not and oh, doing the that? first like yeah.
1: legitimate babysitting job I had. I was eleven years old babysitting a four-month-old for <gasps> eight hours.
2: Mm-mm. Oh, jeez! But I can mean, now as parents, can't you kind of understand that level of like desperation a little bit? The desperation,
1: yes. But I would. I just don't think I could. I don't think I could leave my four-month-old with an eleven-year-old. No, no. I would, I would. I would. Ag-
2: yeah, no. I would agree with that. And I mean,
0: like three and five were like just
2: hard.
1: Hard
0: ages. ages. Yes.
2: Yeah. And they could, those are like, like they, run. Yeah. they run.
0: Yeah. They run. They, yeah. Uh, that actually should be a whole different story about the drama from that job. But my like other job was, um, there were two. One was, uh, I was a waitress at a breakfast spot on the weekends. So, you know, like a 6 a.m. to 1 o'clock shift. Ooh. I would come out with like 50 bucks and be like, what?
2: <laughs> I remember actually
0: one day that I got the $50. I went immediately to the taming salon where oh no. a month oh unlimited, you know, we don't do that anymore. PSA. We don't, we don't do that anymore, but no in anymore. the early two no. thousands, we were doing, we were deep in the taming salon. I went straight to the taming salon. I bought a month unlimited, which was $30. I had a $20 bill. Otherwise I put it, on the car seat next to me which is not unlike me and I drove away and it immediately flew out the window and I was like (laughs) well well there goes my money but okay um, Uh, and then the other one that I did such an
1: iconic Lauren story it it would happen today
0: it would happen today like I would go and buy a 30-month supply of I don't know uh, acupuncture and then lose the $20 out the window (laughs) like that's what would happen um, the other job that I had briefly after, which was probably like my first legit, like tax thing job was, um, do you know this company called Liberty
1: Tax Agency? Oh yeah. So that they sounds have, familiar. You've yes. This
2: before. I so this they name. have
0: like, it, it, before tax season comes, they have people dress up as Lady Liberty and Uncle Sam. Yes.
2: That's Stimes. why I know it. Okay.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I was Lady Liberty. Mm -hmm. and my and my brother was uncle sam and then or my or my friend carrie but carrie my friend carrie always had a ton of jobs and so she had already had like 10 jobs like she had done like the mcdonald's morning the ice cream shop like this girl had been working since the day she was allowed to and i think she came to one of these jobs and was like no we can do better Uh, but like so she came to like one time but my brother and i we were there. It was like February in Cleveland, Ohio, standing outside Dasburg's Lady Liberty and Uncle Sam holding signs and we actually like uh ended up getting fired for hitting each other with signs like outside the <laughs> outside the store. So that was first and last time I think I was like yeah, a mascot don't come back here. Yeah. <laughs> please do. Oh, a mascot? Yes, also a mascot, Kylie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uninterested in mascots in general.
1: That's the right instinct. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, Kylie, you also mentioned that you worked at an agency for 10 years, and I actually don't think I knew that. Um, So I would love to hear some trauma-dumping battle scars from your
2: time in the agency. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah. (laughs) I um, I don't really have any... PR agencies
0: work like... I mean, obviously I've only worked at a marketing ops agency and I know what it's yeah. like, like ad agencies, but are they billable hours too? Like, what is yes. that like?
2: Okay. Yeah, they are. So there's usually like an account team, like a, a VP and then like an account supervisor or director, and then some mid-level folks and like one, you know, uh, kind of like PR admin on each team. I, I don't have specific like battles – stories that I would share, but I think in general, the reason I left agency life um, is just, you know, the amount of like incredibly hard work I saw my very talented teammates do just for someone to be like, okay, we're gonna fire you. (laughs) And it, it was, you know, it was disheartening to see, once I was in the management level, it was disheartening to see the incredible effort people put in to do these amazing things and then to have like nothing really ever be good enough. Um, and that, and that's what, that's what made me leave. That's what made me say, I, I don't want to be on that end. I wanted to go in house after that. I didn't want to be on that end of it. Um, and just, I think it also kind of cemented what I said about like, you know, values at a company and like wanted to be someplace where I could be authentic and valued and, um, where people were human and treating each other kindly. Yeah.
0: I think that's one thing that, like, I like about – I was going to say working for Emmy, but I'm not sure that's true. Maybe working (laughs) for ourselves. instead. Anyway, I'm not saying this is Emmy-specific. And I liked where I worked previously, but it's, like, when someone hands you a client, like, you cannot always be yourself. Right. Because you kind of have to, like, figure them out and – Put on the brand of the other of you know that agency and make sure you do a good job and that you're well liked and respected and it's exhausting especially when you have like different clients with different personalities where you're like can yes. be like totally yourself with one of them but then the other one you're
2: like yes you do, do kind of have multiple jokes, personalities. Like, yeah, yeah yeah it was really
0: hard i found that difficult
2: yeah i can i can relate to that
1: sydney Yeah, you know, I think that's part of what makes, like, having, we just talked about it as, like, context switching makes it hard, even if on paper you only have, whatever, 25, 30, 32 billable hours a week, it feels like so much more than that, Mm
2: -hmm. and part
1: of it is the, you know, like, mentally shifting from one problem to another, and one, like, situation to another, but part of it, I think, is the, it is just, like, mentally exhausting to put on your different masks for each client.
2: <laughs> yeah, it yourself and remember, in the way
1: that they like?
2: Yeah, I remember saying, saying to like a VP but when I was even a little more junior, like it doesn't matter that I have five on this one and 25 on this one and 30 hours with this person, they take the same amount of space in my brain. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. there's no, you still had it to be totally looped into everything that was happening and yeah. And you still had to like that. check
0: in with each of them right? Like weekly, even if yes. one of them was only five hours or whatever. So it's yep. still like three points of contact, three, three check-in meetings every week. And where if you mm-hmm. only had one for all of that's one check-in meeting a week, it's one right. point of contact. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's pivot into one of my favorite things to discuss, which is the work trip stories. <laughs> conferences work trips anything yeah and we very often talk about marketo summit in the segment but you're not really a marketo summit person um no so that's totally fine but any any
2: fun jolly times from a work trip yeah this is just it. a a funny like kind of classic kylie mistake story um Ooh, i'm in i was at ces while i was still in pr and it was a consumer client which was new for me i have always done really what i call geeky back-end enterprise tech and a friend Jenny, have li- you
1: been to ces no i don't know what that is it's,
2: it's a consumer, consumer electronics show, show. do you have this from your right? time in the lighting
1: world <laughs> okay
0: so ge lighting did go to ces i've yes. never been
2: there but it's like a really big deal right Currently, it is like a huge
0: show it's every year it's a
2: giant show um where they you know it's everything from like it's every kind of consumer gadget that you can, con you can conceive Excuse of me. from phones to robots, to cars, to anything. Yeah. Um, Sorry to so, interrupt. It just like, looks like a lot of fun. I would know like it does. It I day. can see how it would be fun as like an <laughs> attendee um, for sure. Um, so this was a kind of a newer client. Um, I think I was like a newer manager at the time um, and one of my girlfriends had, um, had let me kind of like rate her closet for some new looks for the event. And love so it. I texted her a photo from my hotel room being like, oh my God, I love this. It's so cute. Um, it had kind of, it was a dress and it had kind of like this bell bottom. And I said, um, this looks so cute. I love it. Thanks for letting me borrow it. Like, here's hoping, here's hoping no one sees my underwear today. Well, and that's then that's foreboding. Yes. And then, um, yes. cause it, it did, it had like one of those bells that you're like constantly worried about kind of about like a Marilyn Monroe moment. And so then I like went and finished getting ready and I'm, like, so funny, she didn't get back to me. And then I look and I realize I sent it to the client I'm about to see in two minutes downstairs. No. And he, and he, no! and he was, he was probably only like five to seven years older than me. Um. And Did I knew I it was it? like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. My girlfriend let me this dress. I was just meant to text that to her. I'm mortified. Like, please forgive me. Uh, blah blah blah. And he he just laughed it off and was like, no worries. That's like so classic. Blah blah blah. And he saw me in the morning. He said, good morning. Don't worry about it. And he was fine. But like, I died. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I died oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute and that's pretty, to recover. That's pretty. That's pretty classically me. Like. In terms of like oh i sent this to this person by accident or like i don't know like one time at work i made some comment about a uh how meteorologists can always get their job wrong and then a person left the room and someone was like yeah that's like the head meteorologist for boston's (gasps) daughter um like i'm just pretty classically that person (laughs)
0: You guys aren't going to get me back if you keep it up, Kylie. I oh, my mean, God. I want
1: one more. Different. Come on, Kylie. Give me you got one more. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, see Lauren let's disappear see. into a literal I mean, we've puddle. all
0: done it. Like, I have several times screenshotted something and sent it to the person that I've oh, yeah. screenshotted Ooh. instead of to, like, oh, yeah. the person that's I wanted so to make fun of the screenshot with.
2: Oh, that's, that's so bad. Whoops. That's I don't think I have another one.
1: I, Yeah. I don't think I have one I want to share. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yes, that's definitely happened to everyone. I'm sure that everyone hearing this story (laughs) has a moment come to mind immediately. They're like, yes, that is the time I wished I was dead.
2: Yes. And then I had, I literally was, it isn't even like, it isn't even like it was like, I just texted him and I'm going to have a client. I literally had to look him in the eyes two minutes later. (laughs)
0: I would like just so you know I'm still gonna need you to tell me if my underwear is short. yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that you know can you can
1: you be my you wingman for the day <laughs> you already know oh this is what gosh. I'm worried about okay wait so you were at this conference were you exhibiting for your agency or were you exhibiting for the client
2: for the client so I had oh, I had arranged you know media interviews and was there on oh. hand to make sure that the reporter and the person speaking to them met up that they had the gadget they wanted to look at took I care of see. any follow-up that kind of thing
1: and of course made sure no one's underwear was showing on camera
2: yes yeah that was a really important <laughs> part of the the
1: brief oh what's your like um conference vibe are you like going out to the dinners and the shows and the concerts or are you eating you know in your hotel room
2: yeah, I'm a little bit of both. So like I I would say I've never besides CES, like I've never really been on site for an event where I was like staying there for two days and had multiple dinners. Outside of ones I was at least in terms of um, where I was an attendee. I've always been someone who's kind of like working the event either as like, you know, marketing staff or something like that. Right. Um, and I would say I'm a mix Even of both. Then, so like can get rowdy. <laughs> that's true um i i guess i yeah i would say i'm like so i've never been to anything that had a cool concert but like i'm definitely someone who's down to go to like dinner but then i i'm also i'm one of those people who like i think people think i'm extra extroverted but like i'm an introvert who like introverts introverts and then i need like a night to myself to like reboot my talk to people battery um and so that's where yeah it's that's more a like <laughs> yeah
1: you can put it on, but I'll never forget when we went to Siesta Key and, you know, did our whole, would you like to build a company together trip, uh, which I think we've referred to as co-founder speed dating, uh, <laughs> at the very end of it. I remember Lauren, you were like, this is the most peopling I've done in a row in a very long time. So I have to just go sit in a dark room for a while now. Yes.
2: I feel that so much. I, I feel that a lot, um, That yeah, there's a moment where you just need to like not be seeing anyone or talking to anyone and being on. Mm
0: -hmm. Because then I'm just going to come off as rude because I am otherwise just like
2: yeah, there's nothing left. You don't have anything left to give.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) interesting. Like wow, she didn't even talk. She was not. there was that was rude, and it was rude. I just couldn't help it though. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um. All right. Well. Well, you're in Boston, right,
0: Kylie? You're in Boston. Well, yeah. inbound's gonna be coming up, up soon.
1: Oh yeah, I don't I know if you're
0: going. I think it'll be gone by the time this podcast it'll have had happened by the time this podcast comes out. But I mean, I feel like you could like sneak into some
2: cool stuff at least. Yeah, I'm still considering it. I, I think I do Inbound have a fun. code for it. Um, it's one of those things where you're like, I'm trying to balance like what will I learn in there versus what's on my plate at <laughs> work that I actually have yeah. to have done.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I still would be balancing like, well, if I'm going to be an extrovert, this would be the time because
2: it's true. They're trying really hard to
1: please the people who are there.
2: Yeah. I did. It is a really good
1: conference. I've been one time. It's, it's a good one. It's worth making time for if You can
2: swing it. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I sent it to, I sent it to a former colleague too. I'm like, if I could use it as like a chance to network with them and, um, yeah, that would be good. Yeah.
1: Um, well, speaking of former colleagues, that was what I was going to ask you next, is you mentioned a few people um, earlier, some people that you work with at Netbox and some people from past jobs, but two to three people that really stand out that you love to work with again, with, of course, the disclaimer that if you are uh, someone who used to work with Kylie and she doesn't
2: mention you, it was a mistake and she meant to. Yeah, I would say everybody because I've been very, very fortunate. Um, first off would be Laura Um We worked together um, at the PR agency where she moved then into kind of like a marketing and sales role. She's one of my best friends and I still miss knowing what she had for lunch every day. Um, <laughs> so that would be, that would be her. She's currently a, a VP at a, a PR, PR uh, SVP at a PR agency. Um, and then the next would be, um, Sneha John. She, she, and I worked together, um, though briefly at CloudBees and she was just one of those people who, um, taught me so much and just became a forever friend and you know we got on a slack uh slack video call this week and we're just chatting through like some things we were working on and i felt like we solved the world's problems in about 30 minutes um, mm-hmm. so i would love to work with her again and then um, actually another another CloudBees person who I had a similar you know um kind of relationship with is nahal birnbaum who um is actually on the market right now she's an incredible demand gen marketer um, she what? taught me so much about integrated marketing, um, and she's currently looking for like director of marketing, director of demand gen positions. Um, that's N A H A L B I R N H A U M, and she's wonderful. Oh, I think I said H A U M. It's B A U M. But yes, th- those three like taught me so much. Were wonderful, supportive colleagues. Um, made coming to work fun. Um That's I would love really
1: to work what with them about. again. You know. You can be as smart as you want, but if you're not fun to work with, then get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, next segment, which I'm sure you're familiar with as one minute. of our favorite. Are we top... ever
0: gonna have to do like a um top three people I would never want to work with again segment? Oh <laughs> that would be juicy. I feel like we, we just can... need a vent session. Like maybe we should you like... Can, like
1: anonymize it. You know, it just don't, you don't say names, but you could just say the quality that made you never want <laughs> to like, them again.
0: Right. There's a block list. You could like, um, uh, make up, uh, uh, an alias for them that makes you feel good about it. And <laughs> we could just have a long vent session about. Or a long, just like let someone, I'm going to pull this off in our poll or something.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to have to <laughs> compile this into a separate podcast and let people come on with one of those like voice transformers, you know? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they're going to be like, mine is about a person that I will call Bowser. This is a real story. <laughs> I would look to say, I never want to work with you again. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> you know, I think that that's good because it may be very illuminating for some people when when someone describes like why they hated working with someone, if you hear that and you're like, Oh no. I do
2: that. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> that it, it be... ev- yes. It evokes the, uh, the, what's the singer's name? Um, I hope you're praying Kesha. I hope you're pr- like, I, I hope you're changing. Yeah. 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 Yes. The Kesha clapback. Yes. Yeah.
1: I had a friend in town recently and she was talking about some issues she was having at work with like a a boss who's kind of a misogynist and like how she was handling it and my husband was like oh separately complaining about this guy on his team that's like really making some waves in a not great way with how he's handling some situations and while she was listening to it she was like oh that is kind of what I think I'm doing and he was like well no 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 because the, it's more like this and she was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so
2: funny
0: it just takes one person to help you realize like yeah you know yeah.
2: Self-awareness. self-awareness is so good it's
0: it's, it's, so fine. Good. it's good yes it's, yeah it's
2: good people should do more of it <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and I also want to say that like just now me saying that I never wanted to work with that person again felt really good I feel like
1: I was just just letting it out
0: yeah like it was like the forgiveness that I never you know never could do before I just did it by saying by just saying what I wanted to say yeah so everyone try it into the abyss
1: (laughs) shout it from a mountaintop just get it out
2: manifest
1: that you'll never have to work with this person again
2: or just disconnect them on LinkedIn there you go I can't find you um all right well
1: again as one of our top vipvs you are familiar with our regular segments on here so the next one we're moving into is something you want something you need something to wear and something to read um as always a want must be a want and not a need i find that to be occasionally a struggle for some people um it's also sometimes a struggle that no one wants anything at all and we call that a privilege pv uh something you need something to wear something you are wearing something you like to wear something you want to wear um
2: and something you are reading or want to read hit it something i want would be like i will never actually do this but i i would love someone just to cook all my meals for me <laughs> would, like yeah. just have like a home chef um yeah. that would just make me i could come out and just like eat whatever healthy meal they made um that's, a I really would really love that. One.
1: I would, I feel like that's in line with outsourcing blow-drying your hair. Yes, you know? I think so.
2: I, I think that is an outsourced uh, uh, kind of gap
1: in my life. Yeah, I was able to just get my hair to a place where I only have to wash it like two or three times a month. Unfortunately, you do have to eat three meals a day, and there's not a mm-hmm. lot of ways around that that are healthy. Yeah. So Yes, yeah,
0: the, the we, do, is we, we do get our meals delivered, like pre-cooked. Not all yeah. of them, but we get a several breakfasts uh week and then most dinners.
2: Yeah, there and are you know a few what, services that expensive, are Expensive.
0: Yeah. It's expensive ish. It is not more expensive than me just door dashing at the end of the day because I'm tired and don't want to cook.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm all sure for it's that. also cheaper in Cleveland than it is in Boston. Probably. Yeah. Where do you but live? Are you in that Boston cheap. proper or are you like Boston Burbs?
2: I'm in the Burbs. I'm uh, about twenty minutes southwest of Boston.
1: Cool. I haven't been to Boston in a long time. I like Boston. Well, Let's go. New York. Let's all go. Should we just go to inbound? <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you had a quick conference in two weeks? I
0: think we're mm. going to be in Cleveland. We can oh, yeah, call ours our own inbound. Yeah, there we go. There It'll we go. have its own hilarities, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure.
2: Um, <laughs> okay, something you need more sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Need my need my kids to go to sleep when it's time to sleep, to stay <laughs> sleeping. And mm-hmm. I just need to get I really do need sleep. How old are your kids? Six and about to be four.
1: Six oh, is still a problem, huh? I was kinda of hoping this was gonna go away.
2: <laughs> um, it it it's more just like four. the fighting to go to bed. She's a great sleeper. It's the it's the younger one that's mostly like mm. causing turmoil
1: sleep is just you know i was talking to i was actually on someone else's podcast this week and first of all I was, as a complete tangent now that i've been on someone else's podcast it was so organized <laughs> i, felt See, kind I of think bad. yours is
2: very organized
1: okay good glad to hear that they had me like do a 30 minute call the day before the recording where we met really? each other and they were like you know we just we you know we don't want to the first time we have a conversation to be on the recording. And I was like, Oh, why? <laughs> Sometimes it's that's fun. Exac- that I-
0: that's exactly.
1: That's kind of that's exactly what we want. What want. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was nice. You know, we like had talking points <laughs> going into it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, why was I telling you this? Oh, I was talking to him and he had a four month old, a three month old baby. He's like just coming off of paternity leave or something. And I was like, you know, it never really gets easier. It just gets different. And then I was like, "Well, actually, it does get easier when you start sleeping." But I didn't tell him Then it gets that. way harder when it they takes, turn three. It takes a long time for the sleeping to happen every single night. I'm still kind of waiting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Babies are just accessories up until like five months, up until they like you know start wanting to move on their own a lot. Just
1: yeah. Put them in their car seat and treat it like a purse. Like just go, just go. Yeah, but where are you going? <laughs> you've been, you've not slept. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go anywhere too. Sure <laughs> no no desire to do anything because you're just a zombie tired yeah sleep okay well i think we can all agree with that everyone needs more sleep something to wear
2: uh Emiko or podcast swag maybe yeah lauren how's we're that coming along
1: it. you know um it's, <laughs> we're coming up on the one I'm year right. anniversary of when we started working it's on embarrassing. this thing <laughs> i know uh no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie, when it happens, don't worry, you will get a package in the mail. I promise. <laughs> uh something to read.
2: Something to read. I think this will have to be a vague answer. There's a few of my favorite authors that have new books coming out. Um, which is about really the only time I go out and buy an actual paper book. Um one of them is emily griffin i think
1: oh yeah i really like her
2: um yeah i'll go with that one there's you know there's a couple
0: what did she write that you that we would know
2: um some something borrowed yeah something borrowed that was made into the movie with
1: kate hudson is that the one that like they
2: borrow she borrows the 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 husband yeah yeah Yeah. the fiance
1: yeah yeah there's a sequel to that book too it's excellent there's three actually.
2: Yeah, there's, Wait, there's three. Third one? Yeah. What is it called? It's, it's like Have something borrowed, this? something it's all the it's the three things that you do in a wedding. Borrowed, something, something old, borrowed. something new, something borrowed, something blue. I think it's something, yeah. Huh. Oh. Oh, well,
1: this is could it be something exciting. blue and it's I about aliens? Blue. No, something blue you, is
2: about having a baby. Are you oh. either of you on Goodreads?
1: Yeah. No.
2: Sydney's not. I'm not really. She doesn't either. read. She
0: does audiobooks and buy audiobooks. I mean podcasts sometimes, and by and podcasts, and by I mean podcasts this I mean... podcast only.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read um, Facebook group posts and long form articles about Taylor Swift.
0: You know what oh, if you nice, could, nice.
1: what if like those things were on Goodreads, like five stars?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would, I would that. for this for this uh, show. Did this you can see calls. this crazy
1: ass story? This person <laughs> wrote in a group of five thousand people about why she thinks her husband is cheating on her. Can you believe it was not I mean, even anonymous? I mean, if you if you know a similar story, please recommend. Thank you. I Good mean, love. isn't that
2: basically Reddit? That's like Reddit is. <laughs>
1: yes, you know, I think that I have come to the realization. I am a little embarrassed about the fact that I still use Facebook because I think it's deeply uncool to still be on Facebook and just like where, um, just parents and grandparents go to do. They embarrassing have, th- they have thrived. And they we are doing have their
0: blossoms, really I'm, living yeah. their on
1: Facebook. But I don't really post a lot of like personal content on like my Facebook profile. Like occasionally, I will share photos from Instagram to Facebook because they're again like parents grandparents parents, parents friends yeah. that are out there that like yeah. to see them but I am almost exclusively in Facebook groups and I think the way I use Facebook is the way a lot of people use Reddit
2: yeah where it's okay.
1: like it sounds topic-specific like topic specific content and people that I don't know
2: yeah I will say I try I really don't love social media um And I like tried to get off Facebook a few times, but now that my children are starting school and your communities might be like this too, like the PTA, all like some of the camp info is only on Facebook. Like there's a lot of like, this is only on Facebook. There's no email newsletter. There's no any, anywhere else to get this. So if you aren't on there, you just don't know, which stinks.
1: I haven't encountered that yet, but there is a lot of like, you know, it's not like, oh, this is the, where the PTA posts the information and that's it, you can get it or not. It's more like the Upper West Side Mamas group is the best place to go if you need to find a new nanny or you're looking for a new yes, nutrition that too. or,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah that's not like
1: another great compiled place to get information like that on a really weird specific topic. Or if you decided that you would like to collect Taylor Swift vinyls, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to know. <laughs> Oh, all the yes. different ones and what they're worth then there's a group for that too <laughs> your
0: kids are not old enough yet probably but for my 10 year old and eight year old they also for facebook there's like kids facebook messenger and so in or they really get you because in order for your kids to use it like you also like have to have the apps in order to manage their profiles so mm-hmm. so you can just like, it's, like see everything in my doing. opinion yeah, and in my opinion, it's like the best, easiest one for them to like be able to like call their friend across the street and you have to like approve everybody that they're talking to, and you see how long they're talking to them. So mm. that's probably why at
1: least short term i'll yeah' cause I guess be on the book you know, when we were children, you just talk to people on their house phone and now- yeah.
0: well, no, like my kids mm. don't have phones; they have old devices of ours that are like connected to. Our Wi-Fi, so like. Oh my gosh! Have we
1: had an opportunity to tell this most wholesome story about your son Michael when you were in New York, you macking on this it. girl because at the playground? You okay. thought it was the best. It, it was one of the greatest moments of my life. We were. Lauren's in New York, like I don't know, it was like two months ago now, and with all of our kids and Michael, who's her oldest, who's ten. See, he like he's, he's so 10. cute. He's, he's, he's so, so sweet. Cute. Yeah, like very wholesome, sweet little ten-year-old boy. We're like at a playground near my apartment and there's some other random girl there who is maybe a little older than Michael. She's definitely a lot taller than him. She was maybe like, I don't know, 12 and they were running around playing and I didn't, I didn't see a lot of what their playing interaction was like, but it, I sometimes seemed like they were both having a good time. And sometimes it seemed like (laughs) he was maybe chasing her around a little bit. And she was more interested in playing with Marina, who is your middle child. And, then we were all parting ways, and uh, the Michael's standing there next to this girl, and he's like, okay, well, my dad's phone number is blah, 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 And she was like, I'm not going to remember that. And he was like, okay, well, I'll see you around by. <laughs> like he he clearly did say, thought- do, you have,
0: do you have Facebook Messenger? And she was like, no. And he was like, okay. Well, my dad's phone number, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's so sweet. He, like, was trying to be like, oh, we're friends now, so clearly we'll keep in touch.
1: Yeah, look, yes. I live in Cleveland and you live in Manhattan, but yeah.
0: just call my da- just call my dad and we can call
1: my yeah. dad yeah. and we'll set that's something so up. That's so sweet. Oh, I think that's so sweet. Oh, Cindy was like, Lauren,
0: did that, did
1: your son just try to get back? That- <laughs> just try to get this girl <laughs> yeah, Mikey's yeah. phone number? <laughs> you must have liked her. Yeah, I mean it was very cute I also think it was I mean it was like a very wholesome like friend interaction this wasn't no, like he, a, he was
2: like I just made a buddy and I, I bet we're going to be yeah, I mean else. maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe I am going to
0: try to be a little bit tight lip because I know like your kids don't really it's like a thing to not talk about your kids personal life but he just got into fifth grade so he's definitely like guys um, I think it's time for me to have my own sunglasses That I like, it's there's like things like that sick. where it's yes. like, I'm like, I remember being in fifth grade where you're, yeah, he's like, all like all of kind of coming age. of age, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah, it's a transitional so. time, yeah,
2: yeah. So maybe he liked her, I don't know.
1: It was very sweet. <laughs> my dad's phone numbers, and like,
2: good for him, right? Like, my husband didn't get my number on our first date, like, or like our no. first interaction. Good for him for speaking <laughs> he, up, yeah.
1: he shot his shot, you know? He yeah. said, <laughs> <and he took laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, what a sweetie. All right. Our next segment is called PFB in Streets. For this segment, as you know, um, we will give you a few prompts and you just give us your cold reactions. The only segment that we have not prepared you for at all, which again is a generous classification for how well prepared we did for the (laughs) other segments. (laughs) Um, All right, Lauren, let her rip.
0: Yeah. And on top of that, I'm shaking things up just a little bit for everyone so I can prepare you for it right now. Excellent. Which it I'm sweating. Hard. I'm really sweating. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> to It's going to be good. No, it's going to be fine. I promise you. <laughs> I can see this really stresses you out. And I use you, I think, as like a, a test as to like how things land. It's okay, Kylie. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, give me the best insert topic here. And I want you to just list for us like your favorite. Like your favorite or best. Okay? Okay best curly hair product
2: tresemme gel
0: mousse gel okay gel gel. great best or favorite boston sports team oh that's
2: oh is
1: is it hard because they're all good or hard because you don't care
2: i just feel like i'm i feel like uh i'm about to make like a religious or (gasps) uh, like I'm about well, to make. Well, you could make... say the best or favorite sport no, instead of the team. No, I'm just being dramatic. Um, <laughs> we'll just assume <laughs> my my grandfather will just roll in his grave. Um, Boston oh, Bruins. That happens? Boston Bruins. It's hockey, right?
1: Don't judge me. What sport is that? Hockey. Yeah, hockey. It's hockey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. <laughs> hockey.
0: I like that. I like that. Um, best marketing Slack community.
2: Demand um, metadata is run by Katie Ray. She's a rock star. Nice. And
0: final question: best or favorite pretty funny
2: business episode? Oh, that's a tough. Other one.
1: than this one,
2: um, I I really liked the one that recapped just because it like said so much about like your friendship. But, um, the one where you recapped um, when. One of you came to stay with you in New York, not the most recent New York visit, oh, yeah. but like one of the original New York visits. Little tiny um, wieners, yes, Little that one. Wieners. And where like you were supposed to meet up with someone, and then by accident had like three glasses of champagne or something like that. I just thought it was very relatable, um, and you, you could tell you know what a great working relationship and friendship you guys had. And I, I was, I remember list, I this happens on the regular, but I was just listening and like cackling the whole entire time. <laughs>
0: Something that I don't think that happened, but I'd like to somehow recreate the moment of is I'm pretty sure like so that was the first time. Well, okay, so we had traveled to Florida together. Yeah. And you had come to Cleveland. But yeah. that was really the first time that we like spent like a significant amount of time just together and in a hotel room together. Like the, you did sleep in my bed when you came to Cleveland, but that was for that was for like the, all we did was sleep. Like we didn't talk. Yeah. So when I came to New York. Well, that's not true because you
1: did my ancestry. um, You were sleeping. This is my point. It was not
0: a. Yeah. 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 But like (laughs) you, uh, we were at the Roxy, which was a great hotel. And our room was like pretty big. Thanks to a well-traveled. My favorite travel club called me. And uh, I think I was jumping on the bed and you were like (laughs) drinking a glass of wine. And you're like, you're a good travel partner, and it was just like so, like normalized. You know what I mean? <laughs> that like this is what you do when you, yeah, go on a business trip with your founder. That you're just like, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, was mm-hmm. like, I was like, I think,
1: I think we're gonna be fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved that one. <laughs> That's
1: sweet. That's I don't really think anyone's sweet. ever really mentioned that one, so I'm glad that you enjoyed <laughs> that at all. I think
0: it's our least. It might be our lowest ranked podcast of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, now you know it's fine. Go listen to it. it used to be it's called Little cut. Tiny Wieners. So, I think the um we SEO changed the name because we thought maybe
1: the Wieners were driving people away.
2: <laughs> yeah, I could.
0: By
1: Wieners,
0: that. we meant what were they pigs, pigs in a blanket? blanket. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were not that small, I would like to say. They weren't. They were, they were like small. medium size. And I was small. just impressed. <laughs> we had 12
1: medium size meaners that night. There's a joke in there that I think is maybe a bridge too far for this podcast. All right. Well, okay. that's all. That's all we got today, folks. Kylie, thank you so much for coming on. You're amazing. We Thanks love for you. having me.
2: I love you we guys. We love
1: you. We had a great time. It was really nice to get to know you a little bit better. Um, That's it. Good luck out there, little podcast. Thank you. Bye. Like and subscribe. Share. Tell everyone.